Then yeah. we went to a breakout room where we broke out in 47 minutes, despite okay. absolutely skipping two steps in the breakout room process. The game master was stunned yeah. and didn't know what, what we had done, like didn't know. And then uh, my you, niece, Okay, hold on. I have a question. Do you think that is their stunnedness is unique to you guys? Do you think, because this feels like when a listen. sex worker says that's the best I've ever had, <laughs> feels like that's with you guys no, in breakout listen. rooms. It wasn't that she was stunned that we broke out so quickly. She was stunned that we did it without opening two of the boxes that required a code. Got it. Got she it. was like, I don't know how you did this. And yeah. we we're like, well, that's how great we are. So and you then, think the people at the breakout rooms are telling you guys the truth. That's what I'm hearing. Loved us. <laughs> <laughs> she meant it. She meant it. Hello and welcome to episode number 479 of the podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Knox McCoy. And I'm your other host, Jamie Golden. The podcast is a show dedicated to delightful idiocy and we're committed to educating you on things that entertain but do not matter. To find out more about these reactionary pursuits, check us out at knoxandjamie.com. You can also find us on Instagram and Facebook at The Popcast and we're on Twitter at PopcastPod. Thanks for joining us this week as we are going to be talking pop culture current events. But before we do that, you guys... When you listen to the podcast, you listen to me and Knox, do you, do you judge us? Are there things you really like about us and other things you wish you could change? For the record, this is my voice, so get on board. Um, there are just a few days left to complete our listener survey. Almost 7,000 of you have filled it out. Thank you so much. We would love to get past 8,000, so simply click the link in the show notes or go to knoxandjamie.com slash survey and tell us your thoughts and opinions about the show. Be kind, but specific. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction, and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com acast, and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com acast. Hi, right, Jamie. It's time to do The More You Know. The More You Know. Before we get into uh, what we're going to talk about today, uh, just as a reminder, we do The More You Know episodes every single week for our Patreon listeners. So if you like the pace and the rhythm and the content on this episode, make sure to join us every week on Mondays for an episode just like this dropped into your podcast application. The only exception is one week a month, we do our AUA, our Ask Us Anything, where supporters send us their questions. We answer live on video. Aaron attempts to wrangle and corral us in our attentions. Uh, by the time you're listening to this, uh, the AUA will have already happened. Jamie, how do you think it went? You feel like it went, it went good? Listen, I 
here's what I think. I think because it was a bring your own side dish. Uh, that was a BYOC. When did, when did that happen? When did we say that? I didn't know that. Uh, the, we talk about things. On what is a side dish? What does that qualify as? Like a bag of chips? Things, is that a side dish? No. Well, chips are a side dish, but yeah. dishes are on the side. That's I was inspired because that's what they're doing on the Bible bench for their Friendsgiving. Okay. In their seminary Patreon. And I was like, that's a fun idea. Let's do side dishes. So I'm going to bring mac and cheese. I'm actually going to make freaking mac and cheese. See, it feels um, like we're copying them, though. I don't like that. I feel like it should be bring your own it, steak. You know, they're we have to go all, one step further. You, know, you know we're all the same. No. It's the same no. company. <laughs> no, you don't know? It we're is. mimicking them, though. I, I, I feel like we got to chart our own course. You no, know, they we have great Lewis ideas. Why would we not use them? We of course them. they do. But we have to have our own ideas, Jamie. Bring your own what? Bring your own steak. Bring your own steak. Steak. Or Beyond Meat steak for for vegans, I guess. I don't know how oh, veganism works. Okay, but no, I don't we'll figure like it that. out. I listen. It went really well. We answered questions like, "Do Knox and Aaron let their kiddos listen to the podcast? Oh, uh, are there older kids uh, podcast teens? Because you have two kids that are teenagers, and uh, we answered whether they are podcast teens. It was very riveting. I, I don't have two kids that are teenagers. I just have one. But thank you. No, no, me. no. You and Aaron each have one kid. <laughs> that adds up to two. I know math is not your strength. It's okay. I was like, thank you for your interest okay. in my family. But no, I do not. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, I am not really interested in children, okay. but you know, okay. I'm trying to be supportive. Yeah. No, I think that's good. And uh, I think this is the first AUA in your new house. That's correct? It is. There's a new so, background. It's yep. I'm not, it's so fun. I'm wearing a Prussian costume hat, just a hat. Don't yep. freak out, everybody. To everybody who thought I was going to vote in a Prussian prince costume, yes. guys, that was just a joke. I wasn't yeah. going to actually do that. Thank, like, thanks to all of you who made us have an emergency meeting on Tuesday <laughs> or Wednesday morning about whether Jamie accidentally vote, became a Nazi or I not. I voted in elementary school. <laughs> I'm not going to like walk through the halls and be like, hi, guys. Nope, it's not going to happen. <laughs> we're just we're not going to do that. So if uh, if nothing else, if you want to be nosy about Jamie's new house, come. Uh, hopefully you can watch the replay and you can check out no, uh, and see what we're going to um, okay, so let's go ahead and get to what's the word. Let's start. Let's start on a personal level. What's the word? And uh, let's talk about that birthday recap, Jamie. You uh, turned thirty-five. That's right. So one of your children had a birthday. We share. Yes, I'm thirty-five. Right. Plus twelve. Uh, I started off celebrations. We actually started that last week by recording. We recorded one of my favorite movies for our mm-hmm. November Cinema Side Piece, uh, which is While You Were Sleeping. That comes out November eighteenth. It was a movie you had never seen. Do you want to give it a little sneak vibe peek? I really enjoyed it. I really, really, really enjoyed, enjoyed it. it. I, I thought it was so. about Meg Ryan and Tom Hanks, and it wasn't. And I was just pleased <laughs> as punch to know that. It's a You're good like, movie. Look at Sandy Bullock. Okay, so here's the thing about my birthday, and this is something that started in my 40s. Like at when I turned 40, I started planning my own birthday. I do not let my friends or my family or my lovers disappoint me. Listen. We started at Sephora. My friend wanted tinted brow gel. The Sephora staffer, who was so nice but so stressed because of the holiday sale, handed her a tube and told her, this is the best. FYI, not the best. Uh, (laughs) It's garbage. The color did not even come close to matching her. And the tube had a sticker on it that said, try me. Because, yes, (gasps) the Sephora staffer gave her the sample tube. What? Like and what and moved her put moved her along and was like, go look at Anastasia now. You know? No. Uh then we went to dinner at Helen. If you're ever in Birmingham, Birmingham, Helen is fantastic. Fiard was our server. We've actually had Aaron and I've had Fiard a few times. He is magical. Yeah. But our energy is strong. Aaron, do you remember what you said to Fiard? Uh that, that we may be what? I don't remember. A little intense. Backstory. Oh. 
uh, backstory for Aaron in, in her interactions with a waiter or a waitress, she yeah. has to win their affection and love. She does. Hey, guess and I've what? never seen it happen. Guess so. what I did? Listen, guess what I did this time, Knox? She did. She did I actually did win. it. At my dinner, I made each friend prepare a 30 second speech on the topic of their choosing because I was trying to correct the sins of last year, you know, when the two Enneagram nines yeah. couldn't say anything nice about me. Of course. Uh, and so Aaron presented on foot health, not only to us, but also to the busser. Of our table, and he begged the gods to let him get out of there. I think I got to him. Right? Question. I I have a question. Is this a do as I say, not as I do kind of presentation? Uh, someone who frequently sp- sprains her ankle. The no, root of I, their... I'm on a new journey. Not... Oh, no, she's got okay. on her wide shoes today. She's I have got on my wide Hobox shoes today. I, wear, I use my toe yeah. separators now. No, this is a new day for it's me. She's day. got the podiatry bug. Great. Yeah, love it. She has. Listen, and then the two Enneagram nons, you know, that did refuse to uh, participate in the round yep. robin say nice things about me. They stepped up this time. Because they realize, wow, Jamie still co-hosts a podcast and will talk S-word about us. It's true. And we don't want to be the butt of another birthday. Then yeah. we went to a breakout room where we broke out in 47 minutes. Despite okay. absolutely skipping two steps in the breakout room process, the game master was stunned. Yeah. And didn't know what, what we had done. Like, didn't know. And then uh, my you, Okay, hold on. I have a question. Do you think that is their stunnedness is unique to you guys? Do you think... Because this feels like when a listen. sex worker says that's the best I've ever had. <laughs> feels like that's what you guys no, in breakout listen. rooms. It wasn't that she was stunned that we broke out so quickly. She was stunned that we did it without opening two of the boxes that required a code. Got it. Got she it. was like, I don't know how you did this. And yeah. we we're like, well, that's how great we are. So and you then... think the people at the breakout rooms are telling you guys the truth. That's <laughs> what I'm hearing. Really loved us. <laughs> <laughs> she meant it. She meant it. Can we zoom back just a couple days? Because we recorded uh, on Halloween last week so i haven't heard like how did halloween go did you scare any kids did you traumatize oh your little you legal guys, matters we ran out of candy i had 1300 pieces of whoa candy. we ran out of candy we had to shut down the lights we had teenagers we had little babies I, and here's the thing i learned a superpower that i didn't realize i had okay i can recognize every costume because of this job like oh, i knew what everybody true. was so when the little boy without his t- hat, like <laughs> i almost called it hat <laughs> his mask but i mean hat you know he didn't have his venom hat on and I was like, oh, my gosh, you're Venom. And his mother was like, everyone thinks he's Spider-Man. I'm like, no, he's Venom. Are you kidding? Venom no. is amazing. So I, it was really lovely. See, mine went the other way because when we trick-or-treated with the kids, we were like it was extended, extended family who went trick-or-treating with us. And there was a kid, and he was like, do you know who I am? And he was dressed like Pee Wee Herman. He was. Okay. But he says it was slappy from uh, Goosebumps, I guess. Like the, oh, the weird ventriloquist. So he tried to pretend he wasn't. He, and we argued about it for a little bit, but he said he drew like uh, lines on his chin to showcase that he's a vent. What are you looking at? What is it? What is it? What is not worth the story? Somebody- what is not worth your attention? <laughs> There's noises outside and we're trying to figure out what they are. What? Okay. So, huh, yeah. Slappy. So you were. No, don't. <laughs> don't try to. Re- don't try to rescue this. You're done. No, You're done. he had a smile on. What's Forget so sloppy? It. I don't know. What um, okay, let's move more pop culturally uh, focused. And let's okay. go, how do we feel? And Jamie, I want to talk to you about this freaking Witcher recast because uh, this news dropped, I guess it was early last week. So it's been around for a second. But essentially, uh, if people don't know, The Witcher is a show on Netflix where Henry Cavill is a Witcher. <laughs> and he's got a lot of blonde hair. Here's the thing. Can and I that say is really- it. Can I say really quick yeah. that I, when you were put this on the list, I was like, do people care about this? And I forget that according the Witcher was until Bridgerton and Squid Game, yeah. Netflix's most watched original series, including Stranger Things. That's More people true. watch The Witcher, 541 million hours viewed in the first 28 days of release. That's, Seasons- I just, I, I classify that with the voice. 
I know it's on. <laughs> I don't think like according to the commercials this weekend, the voices in the knockout round. Did you know that it's in the What's knockout, a knockout round? round? I don't know. Do they fight? Camilla Cabello now is a judge. So I feel like I, I just feel like you her. have to who's it who's like the judge of the knockout round like who has ownership of it she's dressed like a newsboy who's obsessed with Christmas in the promo oh, she got a little hat on like she a does little, and she's dancing Chamele. and it just I don't understand what's going on or what this show's about I don't understand what The Witcher's about but it has to be recast because Henry Cavill he want he's he's been The Witcher for three seasons and now he wants to make terrible Superman movies again um, so the role has been recast with Liam Hemsworth lol and uh, dramatically that seems like a lateral move to me. You know, but yeah. physically, it does feel like Liam Hemsworth is the before picture, like before you start using creatine and taking HGH and Henry Cavill's the after. <laughs> so I don't know how they're going to explain that. Maybe Liam Hemsworth is going to like bulk up. Now, I did see that there's like in the because this is based on some books and that there is no like transformation that happens in the books. So they're just going to be like, don't worry about it. This is the same guy. Which is so weird because Henry Cavill fought for this role so aggressively. He went to Netflix before they had even decided to make this show and was like, if you ever make the show, I want to freaking be the White Wolf. And they were like, uh, hey, this we're, we're having a meeting. Could you leave? And <laughs> yeah. then they ended up, he, they didn't even have a script. But then, so he was turned down. And then months later, they were like, we have a script and you can have, and he was like, I don't even need to see the script. Yeah. I'm going to do it without seeing the script, which feels like a Henry Cavill move, to be honest. A little bit. I don't know yeah. that Henry Cavill is really parsing through a script being like, mm, what's my character's motivation there? You know, but he so he, he uh, did a statement on, I guess, social media and said, my journey as Gerald of Rivia, I guess, I don't know, has been filled with both monsters and adventures. And alas, I'll be laying down my medallion and my swords for season four. That's a sentence that doesn't make sense because Isn't it's that something Geralt? that's true. You think it's Gerald or Gerald? I like Gerald because it feels <laughs> <laughs> Gerald with a T. No, it is with the T, but I want Gerald, Liam Hemsworth to be Gerald with a D, you know, just a little subtle difference that we know about. But I don't like, he's just like, that's, this is something that's true. And this is something that's also true. And they don't actually inform each other. But he says, in my stead, the fantastic Mr. Liam Hemsworth, and he writes Mr. Without a Period, which is hilarious, will be taking up the mantle of the White Wolf. As with the grace of literary characters, I pass the torch with reverence for the time spent embodying Gerald or Geralt and enthusiasm to see Liam's take on this most fascinating and nuanced of men. Liam, good sir. This, that's such a middle school boy thing to do. Good yeah, sir. Okay. Yeah. Uh, has such a wonderful depth to him. Enjoy diving in and seeing what you can find. And I didn't see Liam Hemsworth's take, but I'm sure he's really excited Oh, no. About he this. was like, super bumped. Yeah. Good yeah. day. <laughs> Can't wait. BRB. <laughs> so I, I, this uh, affects me uh, none, you know? Right. Like, I will not watch I this. But I do not care about this. If you're a listener who is super sad, because I did see that there's like a petition as if that will work. Yeah, but there is a petition because I think he's like, I'm gonna be Superman. I already posted my picture of me as Superman. So how many? So the- have you like uh, both of you? How many petitions have you signed? In oh, your life? hundreds for sure. Hundreds. Yeah. Oh, I don't. I, I maybe, love a petition. Maybe three. Oh, that just, three. That, I, I I don't want to say this because this feels rude to you. But that feels like such a cheese brain thing to do is be like. <laughs> Sign this petition so so Henry Cavill Listen, has to stay Ger- am, Gerald. I am politically involved. I don't apologize for that. No, no, no. I just, I don't understand what signing a petition so you can watch a fantasy show about Aryans hunting Listen, down sometimes monsters. Sometimes it's just for your mental health to be like, yeah. I tried to make a difference. I clicked this box. That's I signed, what you're doing. I signed that petition for Gerald and That's it just right. didn't work. So um, I thought more interesting, because honestly I thought, I would be more effective if Sophia the First got recast than Gerald of Rivia. Um, so that's not really interesting to me, but I did like the idea of recasts because we don't yeah. get a lot of recasts a lot. And this is a pretty notable one. So I thought that 
be an interesting conversation piece. We, we, we don't. Although, to be fair, nobody did it more than Game of Thrones. How many? True. We had, we had two Darios, two Dickons, and three Mountains. Yeah. Like, they're just <laughs> right. into it. Okay. And then my, my favorite, like, secret one that wasn't good is that Shailene Woodley famously left the OC because <laughs> the, she said in an interview, because she played Caitlin Cooper during season one. Oh, then, that's right. That's right. And then she was replaced because they were like, you are not getting boobs fast enough. That's mm. a that's a Shailene Woodley quote. She was like, my body was just not keeping up with their storylines. Yeah. And I still was too, uh, like, uh, na- like know, normal as a person. Like an you're average 12-year-old. Like, we had this yeah. giant jailbait arc. And we're just, you're just not going to, you're not going to. That's right. And I like that the OC was just like, she's been at boarding school. That's why she looks different. Yep. <laughs> that's yep. what happens. But my favorite, I think these are the top three of all time. First, okay. of course, is Aunt Viv. On the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. Yes. I mean, iconic that she couldn't make a deal and they were just like, bye. Yeah. Like, okay, we're just going to replace you, which was horrible. And if you've watched the reunion, uh, Will Smith addresses it and apologizes uh, yeah. to Janet Huber, who, who was fired. I'm an old Aunt Viv guy. She was my favorite. Oh, and I like that Will iconic. Smith is getting practice at apologizing. That's Good right. Job. That's right. And then my favorite of all time is Becky Connor in Roseanne because the best part was she left originally the actress Lisi Gorenson left the show to go to college because she was like I want to go to college and so Sarah Chalk famously from uh, Scrubs yes. she comes in replaces her and they make it an ongoing joke that like they talk about like Darren on uh, uh, I Dream of Jeannie they were like yeah. it was a different no Bewitched yeah. on Bewitched Oh, Darren man, Umber- you had me. I was with you. I thought I that was right. My bad. Darren on Bewitched, because uh, she was like, I really like the second Darren, to be honest. Like, <laughs> Sarah Chalk would make that joke. But then, it was funny, they then flipped back again, and Lisey Gorenson couldn't come back, and so Sarah Chalk went, and now they're both on the Connors. Like, they both did, and so now Sarah Chalk plays a different role. It's I like that they leaned into it. But I think Aaron, that's hilarious. Like that, I don't. That doesn't bother me at all. Because if it's if it's like Andor, I'd be like, I don't know. I feel like I need a little bit more serious. But it's right. freaking Roseanne, you know, yeah. I'm good. It's I'm good. One with of it. three kids, and I will just say for a note, uh, Doctor Who, which you know, Aaron and I love Doctor Who. Doctor Who in their first season in 1966, the actor who played the Doctor got really ill and had to be recast. And so they just decided they're like, well, what if we do this thing where the Doctor he quote dies, okay. but he comes back to life in a new body? That can be a thing we do, and that's literally how the show works now because of a recast. They changed the arc of the show, and that's how we've gotten a great, a great Doctor that I can't say because I agreed to never talk about him again that's on the right, show. And then David Tennant, of course, and yeah, and then Peter Capaldi and all the great ones. So yeah, David Tennant, he's supposedly really great. So I'm happy for him. Stop uh, it right <laughs> now! How dare you do like not. A- like a math teacher with an attitude, but I'm scared. Oh my gosh. No, but I think that's such a clever premise too. You know, yeah. just like that's how we recast this and we keep this going. Um, I thought it would be interesting for us to talk about like if we had the power to recast either movies or TV shows, uh, people who were um, uh, current to that moment, or even like now we could time travel someone backwards. Um, who would we choose? Because uh, uh, the, the first thing I was thinking of was I always just feel like it was a missed opportunity because I, I never got into the, the Da Vinci Code, like the Robert Langdon books, you know, movies. I just knew Tom Hanks didn't work. I know yeah. that. And I just thought it just felt like a role for Nicolas Cage, you know? And if, oh, I, I feel like if we get into a room one. and be like National Treasure, Leonardo Da Vinci, Jesus's wife, can we come to an agreement here? 
can't one guy find all this stuff? And I feel like we would have been really cool with that. And we would have been in a good place. And then we went and got the awful Tom Hanks hair. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. No, I love that. Okay. So mine, listen, I, as someone who uh, read Matthew Perry's memoir. Okay. And I want to be kind because he's been an addict, an active addict for half his life. And okay. as somebody who has immediate family members who are, um, yeah. have been in active addiction. No, for the audio, this is a big lead up for listen, a rude thing. Listen, I can tell. Listen, it's just, I'm saying they're not great. When yeah. they're active. It's like addiction. when the tide goes out and all the animals leave before a tsunami. <laughs> okay, I'm ready. <laughs> Listen, this is a he is an a-hole throughout this book. There's not a page of this book that he wrote wow. where he is not the literal worst. He's yeah. not great. Like you guys, he's not great. Do you great. think he knows he's not great? I don't think he knows he's not great. Well, I hope he knows now since none of his co-stars talked about his book publicly. Oh. like at all so but so i thought let's recast matthew perry on friends and i like the idea because you know famously john favreau was given that role and then he had to uh step back and no longer take it he was given the role of uh i did not uh, know Chandler. that yeah isn't that crazy but so i'm going to give you three options you tell me who, who we pick okay i'm picking two people who are the same age as matthew perry was at the time Jason Bateman, same age. He just wrapped the Hogan family. He wasn't acting. I'm done. Yes, please. I'm locked in on that. I don't need to hear your other answers. What a great call. Well, I, that I, that is the right call. Because yes. he didn't even act for like three years after Friends started. So I was like, oh my gosh, he was totally available. I don't know. He understand. is Chandler in real life. 100%. 100%. And then my other option was Tyler Perry, because I did think it would be nice to not just have Aisha Tyler carry the entire diversity banner for a decade yeah. of Friends. Wow. I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> They're the same age. And then my other choice was, it was Miles Teller. Because I thought if I time traveled, okay. it felt like Miles Teller is... Because he's because Chandler was cute in some light, but not yes. most lights. Yes. And I think Miles Teller is only cute in beach sand light, yes. but he's not hot all the time. No, I agree with you. And I think even more, I think and I think this is a product of taking someone from our time to a, a different time. The 90s were so uh, was so replete with like snark and cynicism, and it felt comfortable and okay there because the world wasn't uh, imploding right. and burning. Yeah. Um, but now, like uh, in our world, it feels like too much. So a character like that feels too much. But I feel like Miles Teller, he is a smart aleck and a fast talker, but I think he has a heart of gold. So I feel oh, like that'd yeah. be a really nice kind of fit in that no, cast. I like that too. I like that. I think that's good. I have – so I want to hit you with – um. Uh, I, I want to find a place for Double V. Where's Vince Vaughn go, obviously? Oh, yeah. What's the Vince oh, Vaughn of it all? Okay. Yeah. I've got two options. Actually, I've got three. I'm going to give you three options. Okay. okay. Number one, as you know, one of the best movies ever made, Troy, um, uh, he is not in that movie. Okay. Uh, Orlando no. Bloom is in that movie as Paris. Okay. A mythological okay. figure. And to me, Orlando Bloom, I'm fine with Orlando Bloom. He's just a bit too beta for me in that movie. Okay. And in the Iliad, when you read it and when you talk about that story, I always articulated Paris as like this fast talking smart aleck. Which is why he wriggles out of he like he's uh, charged with being the judge of who's the hottest goddess, right. and like he escapes with his life. So this has got to be a guy who's fast on his feet talking. Orlando Bloom doesn't do that for me. Vince Vaughn hundred percent does that for me. He does. Okay, and listen, and I think Vince Vaughn can be hot in the right light with the right physical stuff. I think he can have some hot moments. Okay, I think he has to bring personality. His personality hotness has to be 100 because his yeah. physical hotness is not there. But I can see him right. being Eric Bana's little brother. I can yes. see Eric Bana getting killed. Spoiler on the Iliad. I can see Eric Bana getting killed because of what <laughs> oh, Paris did. I was going to you know, read I'm it. sorry. I'm sorry, Jane. <laughs> Cut that, Jason. Just bleep that out. Um, I, I like Double V being Mr. Pink and Reservoir Dogs. 
just talking about Ooh. tipping. I feel like that okay. could be interesting. Yeah, yeah, and I also yeah, yeah. like him as being Richard Dreyfuss's character in Jaws. Just a scientist who discovers this great wife who's murdering oh, people. And he's like, you one. guys, you're not going to believe it. Like this guy's like, this, the shark is killing people. Oh my gosh, oh my gosh. I feel like that could be really funny. No, the only problem is, do I buy Double V as a scientist? Of course, if you, uh, listen, if Denise mm. Richards can be a scientist, Double V can be, uh, uh, I'm not sexist in that way. You know, I feel like he could be a, definitely a shark scientist. She could be a scientist was. either. She wasn't supposed to be a scientist either, but I get it. I get it. Like you could have a fine guy who's like, I just don't, again, I just don't know all the scientists who are funny. If you're listening and you're a scientist who's funny, DM me. Let me know. I think all scientists are hilarious. I think the military is oh, hilarious. I think scientists. teachers are hilarious. I think scientists are hilarious. Honestly, I do. I've always said that. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors, big, small ones, whether it's the stress that comes with planning a big event, having to redo the electrical in your entire house unexpectedly, or simply having to go on a picnic lunch when you'd rather be home pantless watching your favorite show. Stress is truly a universal experience that if left unchecked can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space where you can get things off your chest and work through anything that's weighing you down, big or small. I've truly noticed such a difference in my stress level since I started therapy years ago. Making it a priority and a consistent part of my routine has allowed me to relieve my stress in a very safe environment instead of bottling it all. As someone who has a hard time sitting in my feelings, it's given me the habit of reflection so I can identify and deal with stressors early on before they overwhelm me. BetterHelp is a convenient, flexible, and entirely online, making it easy to stay consistent. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash popcastpod today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com slash popcastpod. This episode is brought to you by our amazing sponsor, Aura Frames. It's Knox here with your annual reminder that Mother's Day is just around the corner this year. Let's think outside the box a little bit, guys. Forget sweaters, candles, or the dreaded bathrobe. They're all so predictable and boring. That's why this year I'm recommending you get an Aura Frame. It's the perfect gift to mix things up and give a gift that shows some real thoughtfulness and is guaranteed to bring joy to moms of all ages. We actually have one of these in our house right now, and we absolutely love it. It only takes about two minutes to set up, and it was super easy. Between all the kids, I was a little worried we'd run out of room, but it has free unlimited storage for photos and videos, and you can invite as many people as you want to contribute to the frame. Now that the kids are a little older, we've added them as contributors to the frame, and it's been really fun to see a few of their photos pop up from events they attend without us. Right now, Aura has a great deal for Mother's Day. Listeners can save on the perfect gift by visiting auraframes.com to get $30 off plus free shipping on their best-selling frame. That's Aura, A-U-R-A, frames.com. Use code podcast at checkout to save terms and conditions apply. All right, picture this. It's finally getting warmer and you're picking up the after work run or a workout, but it's 4 p.m. and you're ready for a little snack to keep you going. What you want is something with clean, wholesome ingredients, but it's hard to find a snack that is great on the go and also fills you up enough to make a difference. Get ready to find out how good healthy snacks can taste with Chomps. We're big fans of Chomps in my house because not only is it so easy and convenient, but it's made with natural ingredients that taste great. Whether I'm prepping for recordings or taking one of the kids to one of their many end-of-year activities, I always have a Chomp stick with me. They're also allergy-friendly, so I never have to worry about one of the kids deciding they want to take it with them. Chomp sticks come in 10 delicious bold flavors, so there's a healthy snack option for everyone, or grab a variety pack to satisfy your whole family's taste buds. They're even smaller chomplings for a quick snack for any kids in your life. Right now, Chomps is offering our listeners 20% off your first order and free shipping when you go to chomps.com slash popcast. Go to chomps.com slash popcast to see all the delicious flavors and get 20% off your first order and free shipping. That's C-H-O-M-P-S dot com slash popcast. Don't forget to use our link so they know we sent you. So the weather's getting warmer and I'm so excited to say goodbye to jackets and sweaters and hello 
to dresses and tees. I'm so glad that I found Quince because not only can I update my wardrobe for the long haul, but I can do it without spending a fortune. Even penthouse Jamie, she's trying to save her cash dollars in this economy. Y'all know how I value quality and I want to find timeless pieces that keep me looking effortlessly chic year after year. Now, Quince has just restocked their $40 linen wide leg pant, which I am super bummed to try. They have such a nice drape to them and they're 100% linen, which means they'll be super breathable and I'll feel like I'm wearing no pants at all, which is my preference. I'm also loving the look of the organic cotton gauze roll sleeve shirt, which is also $40. Guys, true story. Like they have great pieces. I am obsessed with the cardigan I have and the sunglasses I have. The Leon sunglasses are dope. Their prices truly cannot be beat. All Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands because they partner directly with top factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics. They cut out the cost of the middleman and pass that savings on to us. Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pop for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash pop to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash pop. I've also, this is a minor one, but um, I want, I was trying to think of Adam Driver. Like, where would I want to use him? Because he's <gasps> yes. such a treasure to us. And yeah. I feel like I found the perfect place. And this is a little bit of a tease of a uh, next month's cinema side piece that we do in December, which is going to be Wedding Crashers. Um, but I want to recast. Do you remember Flip from Wedding Crashers? You probably oh. don't. Uh, he's the guy what? who, during the flag football game, he screams crab cakes and football. That's what Maryland does. Yes! That's what Maryland does. I want Adam Driver to be that kid because I feel like as a culture, we're not talking enough about how elite Adam Driver is as a screaming like character. Blow that piece of junk out of the sky. You're still holding on. Let go. This just sucks. I just had sex. I'm about to eat nachos. It's the greatest moment of my life. Unless you screw it up with whatever it is you're about to say. I, I do feel like in a lot of ways, it, I think Adam Driver and Keanu Reeves are like emotionally conjoined twins that have been separated. And Keanu is the Zen and the peace. And Adam Driver is the pure rage. You know what I mean? Oh my gosh. Is there an artist listening who can make that please, image? Please. And I will frame them? that and put that in my house yeah, over our dining table. Are you kidding? That's you know, amazing. I, I had Cameron Diaz in Gangs of New York. I always felt like that was a weird casting choice. It is a weird casting, yeah. And I thought this is Je- young Jessica Chastain, boom. Um, oh, young Amy yes. Adams, boom. Kate Blanchett, boom. Actually, for that role, um, there were a ton of people considered. You could tell Scorsese didn't really know like what he wanted because he considered Joan Allen, Karen Allen, Christian Apple, uh, Christina Applegate, Patricia Arquette, Roseanne Arquette, Jacinda Barrett, Kate Beckinsale, Laura Flynn Boyle, Patricia Clarkson, Jennifer Connelly, Joan Cusack, Gina Davis, Bridget Fonda, Jane Fonda, Jodie Foster, Sarah Michelle Gellar, Heather Graham, Jennifer Gray, Goldie Hawn, Bryce Dallas Howard. You could tell he settled on her and he didn't know right. what he wanted. So are you suggesting that Martin Scorsese does not know how to write a female character or direct a female actress. Are I think he's a poet of femininity, but if that's the take you want to have, right? Jamie, I won't keep mm, you from it. Okay, Vera Farmiga phoning it in and the departed. All right. All Vera right. Farmiga, you could tell he wrote that as a male character. Yeah, and then the studio was like, we do need women. And he was like, okay, Ugh. let's give her a vagina. And that's the character. <laughs> <laughs> the end. Um, okay, so uh, we mentioned the top uh, midterms. I sh- we're going to run through some of the candidates and some of the issues really quick. Actually, <laughs> 
best part would be that we would talk about it yeah. and the election is tomorrow after we record. So we, right. and so when they would listen to us, they'd already know how it ended. But that would be the be best like, way to do it, honestly. It's just completely wrong. <laughs> but instead of in, in lieu of talking about the issues and the candidates, what we wanted to do is we wanted to impeach and elect some pop culture issues, just one each uh, of things we want to see, we don't want to see in the uh, uh, in the spirit of the election season. Okay, so my first impeach, uh, not my first, but I did want to just say professionally, I would impeach podcast hosts by celebrities. So mm. That's just, I think mm. that's a group, a group impeachment, right? I think so, yeah. I think so. But my actual impeach is going to be ticket master. Listen, oh. fighting with use in order to get concert tickets, then you get them and you're all going to stand because the youths are so young and they they are they don't have to deal with foot health like Aaron has to they don't have to have mm. a wide toe box. Mm-hmm. And so, here's the thing. I'm going to say we impeach. We keep concerts even though I think concerts are dumb. Okay. We keep concerts, but you have to show proof that you earned the money to buy your ticket. Oh, okay. okay. So you got right? you got it's like you're buying a house, you're buying a concert ticket. That's right. No mer- no birthday money, no family plan ticket holders, no gifted tickets from rich uncles. Yeah. You got to show me allowance money from parents who actually give you real chores, not just like you're alive, here's $5. <laughs> no. You got to like do you got to check out the trash. People 25 and under must stand in the pit. Seats are priority for folks yeah. over 35. If you're between 25 and 35, it's just the purge. You got to figure out your life. I don't know what to do. I like oh, class yeah. warfare, Jamie. That's my favorite Jamie yet. <laughs> <laughs> no, listen, you don't get to go. Yeah. Listen, Aaron and I are both, we're having to be strategic about like, could we go see Taylor Swift? And we're not going to get tickets. There's no way. There's no way. Really? No you way. don't think you're going to get tickets? There's not a chance no, There's not the a chance on the planet that we're going to, and it's at Mercedes Benz. It holds 90,000 people. We are not going to get tickets. Okay. This is great. I, I Let's sponsor this called First World Problems because I have been looking for Tyler Chiller's tickets since uh, like nine months ago. And it, he, I love him so right. much. Right. Uh, all I don't go to concerts. I do not go to concerts. Yeah. Okay. I would see him in concerts. I would do whatever it That's takes to price. see him. But I cannot because Fine. he will say, my tickets are on sale at 10 a.m. I will get in line. And then uh, I'm like 50 billionth in line. And when I get to the thing, it'll say, you can pay $1,600. And I'm kind of like, I think I'll do it. And they're like, actually, we're out of tickets. You can't even pay $1,600. It's just not available yeah. to you. No, that's it's exactly what happens. And then you have to go to like SeatGeek or Vivid Seats. No. And then they're like, oh, yeah, that's going to be $8,000. And so then only Jennifer Garner gets to take Serafina. And that's all that gets to go see it. And it makes no. me crazy. I hate it. And also, Vivid, are they a sponsor? They've never sponsored us, have they? I don't think they are. No, I don't think so. I don't think so. It just sounds like a porn company seats. No. You know, it just, can we change our branding, please? You no, know? It, yeah. Exactly. It's ridiculous. Um, I would like to impeach pharmaceutical ads. I'm done with them. <gasps> oh. It's enough. It's enough. And I think I realized this when uh, I learned that, do you know, the US and New Zealand are the only countries that allow pharmaceutical ads on TV? What? They're the only ones. Are you kidding? And I learned this because uh, when Oprah interviewed a royal person, probably Megan Harry, I don't honestly know, and all the Brits watched, and they were like, why are we seeing all of these freaking medicines? Does this happen all the time? And that shed a light on like, yeah, it actually does happen all the time. And I just feel like it's weird that all these pharmaceutical companies are flooding the zone with medicines. And the only fail safe is your your family doctor to be like, I don't know. Like, I'm just I'm trying to right. fend off vet like the medicine that you're bringing to me. So I feel like it's a bad fail safe. And I'm just honestly, just aesthetically, I'm, I'm, I'm tired of sitting through commercials where I learned that the side effects of a medicine are diarrhea, night terrors, 
night terrors about diarrhea, diarrhea that becomes a night terror, and then sudden fatal cardiac arrest. It's ridiculous. Listen, I always think when I see those ads, which is rare, but when I see those ads, I always think of Erin, and I think, did she did she think she has that when she sees that ad? <laughs> Sometimes I do. Is Erin making a note in her notes app about this medicine right Also, now? listen, on TikTok right now, everybody is pushing two specific drugs that are treatments for diabetes, but the side effects are that you lose weight. And then the blind item from Demois is that uh, there could be a particular uh, Mindy Kaling that's having parties at her house where everyone gets injected with diabetes. Allegedly. Do allegedly. I just feel like the system is not good. It should not be. Pharmaceutical companies should not be publicly traded companies. And they should not be able to advertise on television. And also, I'm begging someone. I'm just trying to watch football. My kids are in the room. And... I'm, I'm, Marlo is asking me about what does unrelenting erections mean, and I don't, I don't need that. <laughs> listen, we de- listen. We decided at our birthday dinner that we were like, we. I don't know that we need men. You, you know what I mean? Because okay, well, you went the different way with that. Okay, listen. You, you here's why. Here's why. Two, two of the people at the table went to the bathroom, and it's a, a unisex bathroom. The okay. first person goes. A man holds the door, and he's like, "Well, I don't know if I'm supposed to hold the door for you or not. Like when you're coming in to pee." And I was like, there's the thing. That guy went back to the table and was like, that was a successful interaction with a woman. Wow. But she wanted crushed to sleep it. with me. Crushed it with that like, gal. And then another person goes and the guy comes out and he goes, don't let the duck hit your head. What is, I don't even understand what that means. There was what a taxidermy duck in the, uh, in the bathroom. And I thought he also left and went, I'm amazing. God, I should be, I should be on, I should do stand up. I should, I should tour. No, you know like, what? Guys, Look, we can. <sighs> that's, but that's what I'm saying. Unrelenting erection uh, ads are for those two guys. That's who they're making those. No, see, I think those guys hear it and they're like, oh, sick, sweet. I want that. I need that. You know what I mean? And I'm just trying to watch the game. I'm just, I'm not trying to engage in any of that stuff. I will hold the door for people. I will not comment about taxidermy ducks. I'm a respectful guy. I think there are respectful guys out there. We just don't want to hear about unrelenting erections. Nobody does. Nobody needs that in our lives. So that's my impeach. (laughs) Would you have something you would like to elect? I do. I want to elect more influencers over the age of 60. Here's the thing. It's going to solve two problems first we need baby boomers need some pr right they are not doing great most Mm -hmm. people don't want to even be around them right um but i'm interested in an instagrammer coming in and going you know which heating pad is the hottest and the best this one do you know that these are the shoes if you got a ten thousand step day these are the shoes you want to wear here are the supplements that have made the biggest difference in my health here's how here's which whiskey to drink so that you don't ruin your sleep Great. Like, I, that's what I'm looking at. Here, here's what I'm really looking for. An Instagrammer who says, here's how you reach for a rogue water bottle in your back seat and not be in pain for two days. Plus, I just think we need public inspiration and encouragement and comedy from baby boomers. I would like to elect some, uh, I'm going to dovetail politics here with my elect. Okay. I want to elect some just uh, boundaries in political ads. Okay, because these political ads, I don't know what y'all are dealing with down there. Um, I remember being in Alabama and it wasn't even political ads. It was just lawyer, like injury, personal injury lawyer ads. There was one where this guy just like blasts a deer with a bazooka and that involves litigation and how he's going to fight for you. Are you talking about Shadow? No, that's just call me Alabama. And that's genius. And I get it. That's Alexander. Like, that's great. There's one guy who's like driving in a truck in a city and he sees a deer and he gets a scope with a with a sniper rifle and he right? destroys a deer and that what? is supposed to relate what? to personal injury lawyer. I don't know, I don't understand, but I feel like the political ads they're just getting a little weird, a little squirrely and we're right on the Georgia line. So I get a lot of Georgia ads. So I'm seeing oh. a lot of what's going on there with the uh, with the Kempster and Stacey Abrams and it's right, not right, pretty. Right, right, right. It is getting really ugly. And I just want to talk about the kind of people you'll see in political ads down here okay. at least. 
Okay. So you're definitely going to see a blue collar worker. So many, oh, so many blue car workers. So many, yeah. Reflective vests, work goggles, hard hats. They're definitely there. You're going to see a race of person that the candidate has been accused of being racist against. They're right there with them. They're going to be standing there oh, with like them this in the is their, This is their fill-in-the-blank friend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's exactly right. There is, uh, there's kids. And I feel like the, the uh, pivot position for Southern state governors is the daughter-in-law. Okay? Yeah. It's a hot, fertile daughter-in-law who moves around in the background with all the grandkids while the state governor's in flannel. And he's like, you can trust me because I have a hot son who married a hot yep. wife and they made hot grandbabies. And don't you want to vote listen, for me? And here's the problem. Somebody in the South is going to vote for him for that very reason. Oh, 100%. Here's what we need. We need what Sephora has. They have reviews, but then you can click a button and it says verified reviews. Who Love actually it. bought this product? That's what I want. I, I'm a verified. I have had a verified relationship with this candidate. And That's I'm going to tell you about what they're like to work with and what they're like around the water cooler. See, That's why, what can't we, why can't we normalize stuff like that? That's a great idea. Yeah. No, I, there, I saw one and it, there's always like a real person who's like, I'm not an actor. I'm a real person who dealt with X person or ex-governor or whatever. And I saw one that's like, I'd call Marjorie Taylor Greene the Antichrist, but I think even the Antichrist would tell her to chill out. Vote for the other guy. And I was like, what's happening here in Georgia? What are you guys up to? But I just think, along with what you said, I think we just simplify this. Okay. Everyone gets, every candidate across the board gets three 60-second commercials, okay? You can't add a market beyond that. That's it. That's all you get. You get a $10 million budget. You can spend it all on one ad, and then like $2 on the next ones, I don't care. It's yours to like divvy out however you want. And I think at the end, everyone has to say something nice about the opponent. I think that's, I think that's good. We do that at our oh. house when there's some words exchanged between okay. sisters or between brother and sister. Yeah. You say something nice, something you like about the other person. And if, if they try to like wriggle out of it and say something like, I love how my si- – like this is an actual thing that happened this weekend. I love how my sibling is a bozo because their stupidity <laughs> makes me laugh. Then you have to say three nice things. Okay? That's – how we're doing democracy. I like, I like how your kids manipulate. That's pretty good. Very manipulative. I just think more debates. I think when you hear people talking, when we hear Herschel Walker talk, I'm like, oh. okay, I think I need, I know everything Listen, I need to know about this it's guy. It's true. When you see debates, it's like you suddenly go, and I know that some people might be like, well, some people are just more polished and I'm wanting just, I just want that six foot nine guy who's just like <laughs> wearing cargo shorts. Like whatever, whatever you need in your, yeah. in your state. But like, I like the idea of being like, are you, because listen, I'll tell you when my governor talks, we all go, ugh, yikes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Kayave, and I, I, I endorse this message. Right? Her main, her, her, like, the main credit to her is that she's not involved in a sexual scandal that we know of yet. She's like the only governor who has not or will not go to prison. That's, our, I, that's her calling card. I just think state service uh, should require more. That's all I'm asking, you know? So, yeah. um, that's, so okay, th- so that's our uh, impeaching and electing uh, for this uh, election season. Let's go now to Saucy Pudge, Jamie. Saucy Pudge! Okay, so we each each week in the morning, you know, we recap uh, the Great British Baking Show. This is week quarterfinal. This yeah. is the quarterfinal week, pastry week. Here's the thing. I Pastry is the dessert that most people eat but rarely make themselves. When you think I about pastries, that. I believe that. it's the thing that you eat the most. Like when you go out, you get a pastry. I am interested in a little snake draft. Well, can we do a little pastry snake draft? Of course, I'm always episode? up for a snake draft. Absolutely. This episode is brought to you by Pear Eyewear. I just love a reason to celebrate a niche pop culture themed holiday, don't you? Whether it's April 25th, known as the perfect date, when all you need is a light jacket. If you know, you know, or better yet, May the 4th. I'll gladly go all in. I was trying to think of a fun way to decorate R2 Dusty in honor of this most 
holy day of the year. And then I found out that Pear Eyewear just launched a Star Wars theme collection. Now I think I might have to celebrate by getting some new top frames for me instead because the force is just that strong in their newly launched Star Wars collection. You guys, I'm not even joking. These frames are so adorable. And when I saw that they had a Grogu gradient, I could not contain my excitement. They have 21 unique designs that are all perfectly niche in the most delightful way. Their interpretations of familiar Star Wars icons are like fun Easter eggs that you can easily snap onto your favorite glasses whenever you're in the mood for a change. I love that their frames are so affordable at just $25 and that changing them is so easy. Hearing that little snap when you change out your frames, so satisfying. From legendary battles to formidable icons, these epic designs are for true fans. And whether you side with the Rebels, the Dark Side, or the Mandalorian, Pair Eyewear has got you covered. One pair, infinite possibilities. Go to PairEyewear.com and use code POP for 15% off your first pair and support the show by mentioning that the podcast sent you in your post-checkout survey. That's P-A-I-R-Eyewear.com, code POP. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com Okay, so I don't know how snake drafts work, but let's just go in order. Alphabet, one, two, three. Got it? Okay, sure. Aaron's first, Jamie's second, I'm third. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, that worked in my favor. So Aaron's got okay. first pick, you've got second I pick. Done I should have oldest to youngest. I have third and fourth pick then, and then you have third Oh, pick. I don't like that. Can we change it? No, nope, it's, too it's too late. Okay, all right, Aaron, go first. What is the best pastry? Uh, I'm going with eclair. You God. are not going with Yes, eclair. I love an eclair. I want Over donuts. Yeah, no. Yes, absolutely. Oh, it's not yeah. this isn't even a bit. It's not like whatever she said I was going to disagree with. I just <laughs> I just disagree with that a lot. No, no yeah. I just yeah. I just think that was a bad choice. My very first time that a boy broke oh, up with me. Oh, I was nervous about that. It's worth a story. <laughs> Go ahead. You have the floor, Aaron. My boyfriend broke up with me in high school and I bought a case of uh of eclairs. There were six of them, a, okay. a half a dozen, and I went to a field and I ate them all alone. <laughs> Well, then that's why you picked a Claire. I will, I will support that. Okay, I'm next. I'm going to pick funnel cakes. That's good. That's a value pick. It's a, a great pastry. Funnel cakes a are 100 percent a pastry. Are they? Yes. They weren't on Wikipedia's page for pastries. Well, that is. I look. I look deeper. I look in the heart. Oh, okay. that's where I look for pastries. Yeah, the heart of pastries. Aaron, for context, um, when I first got broke up with, I listened to. Uh, I went home to my room and I listened to the Waiting to Exhale soundtrack. Uh, <laughs> that's a real story of a That'll thing I did. It. That'll do it. That'll do it. Okay, Knox, what are your two picks? Uh, this is great because I have all of my value picks here. And oh. uh, I'm going to go... I'm going to go beignets, obviously. Hello. Oh, the, I had beignets yesterday. They're so good. Man. And I'm going to go... You know what? I'm going to go off the grid a little bit. And okay. I'm going to go pigs in a blanket, which oh, again. Oh, that's a good one. That's my next choice. Ashley's uh, aunt and uncle call them. Oh, I don't um, like that. 
but you know. Hey, 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 whoa, whoa, no, we're not judging here. Aaron, I want to go back to something you said. Did you say you were wearing toe extenders now? Or that was a part of your presentation? Toe separators. Toe separators, not extenders. Gotcha. Yeah. <laughs> I want those big long toes. Give me them long toes. It might help with stability. I know. Okay, my choice is next. I'm picking empanadas. Empanadas. Yeah, that's a good one. That's a good one. Okay, Aaron. Yeah. I'm going kolaches. Kolaches are going to have kolaches. What is, what is a kolache? A kolache is a, it's a Czech, uh, a Czech uh, pastry <laughs> that. Czechoslovakia. Czechoslovakia. Pastry. And it's a sausage. And it's. Oh. Yeah. I'm and in. then it's wrapped in like a. It's a big A pig in a blanket. Yeah. Sold. I'm sold. Yeah. Great pick. Can I get sausage? Yeah. So good. Yeah. Okay, Back you to you, Erin. You still got another one. Oh, I'm going to choose profiteroles. I love a puff. I love a puff. I love a puff. Oh, that sounds a like a puff. medicine, a not, a, not a pastry. Oh, it's like a little, it has a little creme pat in it. It's mm-hmm. super, super, super yummy, yeah. yummy, I don't know what any of those words are, but that sounds great. Listen, croissant, croissant, croissant yeah. all day. Love a croissant. It's the missionary position of pastries. It is. So you probably got that later. Listen, Aaron on Relics and Ravioli, we're getting to go to France. And as soon as we dock, I'm going to be like, bring me the croissant. Okay, so what's the strategy with the croissant? Do you like slice it in half and put butter in it? Or yeah, do you just like 100%. take the whole thing like an animal and like just douse it in butter? Like oh, without no, splitting maybe the second it. one. Yeah, no, I do. No, I, I, yeah, yeah, I want to go animal style yeah. on it. Yeah, 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 me too. Because if you break it apart, it flakes too much. You got to eat it straight. You got to shove it in. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I'm going to go, okay, according to tasteatlas.com, this was a, uh, a pastry. Uh-huh. So I just, I'm just using them. They're the authority here. Okay. You know, this isn't really my territory of knowledge. So I'm going to go back to back donut and donut holes. Those are going to be you my You think my of them picks. separately. In your mind, you think of them separately. Oh, They're a different experience. They're a different yeah. experience. Because if I go to Dunkin' Donuts, I, do I like say, can I get the hole. donut holes? That's a different order than can I get donuts, right? Yeah. And why is it that Dunkin' does donut holes better, but Krispy Kreme does donuts better? Oh, that's a good question. I think it's because, I don't know, Dunkin' got a little scattered with like the, this is like the icing with the sprinkles and this is not. And I just need Dunkin' to chill out with like, we do food and coffee. It's yeah. just, just. You know, I don't, need don't get into brain war. I don't, don't need do a lecture that. on what don't I'm eating do that. here. Okay, I'm gonna pick cinnamon rolls. Oh, like, okay, okay, from scratch, like made from scratch. Okay. Cinnamon rolls. Okay, I love a cinnamon roll. Okay, yeah, with nuts, pecans. No, now you've lost. Yeah, me. absolutely. Now you've lost Shut me. up. Okay, um, I'm gonna go a last picks. Uh, I'm gonna go a cronut. Okay, that's oh, a good I do call. Love a cronut. Thank I you. Do love a cronut because, like, I love a layer. That's a good one. Okay, what's your other one? Uh, croquembouche. Croquembouche? I don't know what that is. That's very good. That's very French. It's like, it's the, you know, when you see the towers of uh, balls, the ball tower? The ball tower, the, yeah. The dough ball tower? That's what that is. I don't know what she's talking about. It's, it's a, like, it's almost like monkey bread, but they're separate. They're all like too yeah. picked in. It's like Are you talking about landmark, Erin? Or like, a pa- like another pastry thing? No, like that's a, a pastry. Thing. No, it's a pastry. Wow. <laughs> She You're said so a ball weird. tower. I don't know what that means. Okay, it's listen. Dough ball tower. Okay, I'm going to pick Hot Pockets. I love mm. Hot Pockets. <laughs> no. Yeah, That's a pastry. I think it is a pastry. I think yeah. it is. there's a I flakiness to it. I think cinnamon rolls are a pastry. 100% they're a pastry. I don't are know. you kidding? Any Here's why I will, I will side with you. I, it is a pastry. It's flaky, and it also has its own pocket to cook it in. So that Thank is speciality. You, you yes. know? Uh-huh. Yeah. Yep. You don't just raw okay. dog that thing in the oven. You got to put that in the pocket to cook that properly. Right? That's a, no, 100%. So it stays crispy. I'm going to go in that vein. I'm going to go um, something we've all probably had before and uh, a very memorable food. It's a large soft pretzel at Dave and Buster's. <laughs> I, I had this recently and it was at a nephew's party and they were like, hey, 
what Ashley was like, one of us got to walk around with the kids and play vi- the the games, and one of us has to hold a table, you know, for like the yeah. food or whatever. And I'm like, I'm the table guy. Yeah, so I, I ordered the. I, I just got some soft pretzels because like this will be great for the kids. And it was like a. Do you know the the cross Jesus was crucified on? I do. I'm familiar. It yeah. was like that, but a pretzel, and they brought it to the table. <gasps> Is that and it good was or bad? Honest, I mean, it's bad for uh, Jesus, but delicious redemption. for me. Redemption. You know? Hello. <laughs> That's we get right. to go to heaven. Right. I found salvation in this pretzel, Aaron, so okay. I believe that is good. Okay. I see. I see. I see. <laughs> it was the best thing I've ever had in my life. It was so good. I've been talking about that to the point that my son was like, hey, you've been talking about that pretzel for a long time. Do you eat it straight or you put cheese on it? A little bit of both, honestly. Okay. I mixed it up. It. I swung around a little bit, tried some new things. It was incredible. Okay. <laughs> it was so good. Are you a hard pretzel person? Uh, yeah, I mean, if you have to. Have but you like, had if, Dot's honey mustard? Ah, uh, Aaron introduced me to those. Those are so good. No, they're, they're, they are hard. They are a tactile. Pretzel sticks. They're like yes. pretzel sticks. Now, no, you know. They're good, Knox. They're good. I'm a soft pretzel guy mustard. at this point. After Dave and Buster's, Dave and Buster's ruined me. I'm ruined. <laughs> Listen, okay. I do just want to do a hat tip to scones. I also no. want to do a hat tip to uh, pies of all kind, particularly pecan. Gross. And churros and Gross. baklava. No, none of those. And lucamates. I love lucamates. Bear Claw was on my list. I didn't get to Bear Claw. Pop-Tarts. Uh, Pop-Tarts was also on my list. Pop-Tarts, not with the icing on it. That's the best kind of Pop-Tart. I agree. I like brown sugar cinnamon without the, yeah. the thing. If you're if you need the icing, oh, Aaron your baby, is not into that. Aaron's don't not be into a baby. That. You don't need icing. You don't need like them to hold Wrong. your hand with icing to <laughs> get do. to pop tart. Just eat the delicious pop tart. You know, there's the, and the burn it the so that the edges are like dark. That's what's mm. up. That's that's yummy, culinary. Yummy, yummy, yummy. Okay, so this was this was episode eight. We have five bakers left: Abdul, Yanush, Maxi, Sandro, and Shabera. And I like getting in this episode. They were like, now there's no degree like there's no a uh, weak link because kevin's gone because he was the weak link are you getting <laughs> that so that's horrible. what i'm talking it's about so horrible. look okay so their signature was they had to make volumes okay mm. but they're sweet unlike everything else you know here's the thing their expectations were too high look yeah pass pastry as somebody who was in a professional baker for two years okay well she flex. was also a part-time uh podcaster yeah uh and tried hard to get to stop being a baker because <laughs> that's how hard it was uh puff pastry needs to rest for like 20 minutes after each fold and then once you're do- done folding i chill it overnight they had to do all of this in two hours that's too much no, that's too crazy and then they were all like i can't believe this is mush what do you mean you can't believe it's mush you gave him two hours. Why didn't you give him four hours? You can edit. What's you know wrong what? with you? Uh, production note. I would have rather not hear Paul Hollywood say, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to carve them up. I'm going to ruin them. I would rather not know that and him just right. do that. But knowing that, I was like, I don't know how authentic so this would, is. So would it be weird, weird if I tape that on my phone, just that part, and then play it back sometimes? No, that's very normal. That is very okay, normal good, good, behavior. Good, good. Yeah. Okay, Sandra's leather pants. How did we feel about it? Aaron, were you into it? I was into it. Ah, oh, they were good. I, my note was, could have been tighter, honestly. Could have been tighter. Could have been. No, I What are we doing here? Okay, let's just go ahead and talk about the technical. Can I note for the Brits? If you're listening and you're British, can, you, can we start a petition that I will for sure sign that... Can we stop? Why did they call her Prulio Iglesias? Okay. I don't fully understand what their problem is. Because Julio's origin is Spain. Mm-hmm. The technical was to make spring rolls, which the origin is China. We could have been Jackie Prue. We okay. could have been Prue Lee. We could have just 
just delivered the hosting bit like a normal person. Why did okay, that well, that's not going to happen, Erin. With... I don't know if you've seen this show, but I that mean, cannot I know, happen. But I don't what understand. What did Julio Iglesias have to do with anything? Okay, if it's not, I don't, okay, I'm asking, was it offensive? If it was offensive, that's bad. I don't like it. No, was it, it just was, it, no, it was just not funny. Okay, I, I, I don't mind it just because sonically it works, you know? It worked in terms of, but and it worked because she she's not like I don't know if you know Julio Iglesias, but she's not like him like at all. And none of those bakers know who Julio Iglesias is. Right? No, and like honestly, I it was between that and the goth making really weird convos with Maxi. Oh, so yeah. many weird convos. So with Maxie. I got like a contact cringe from both of those where there's like mushrooms oh, and yeah. nudity and egg baths and priests. And I was like, I, sometimes you just got to say like that joke didn't work. And walk well, and I got, I got a cringe moment when Prue said, I don't think many people make spring rolls. I want to introduce you to the 1.4 billion people <laughs> who live in China. Uh-huh. Hello. And people, he, people make spring rolls. You're so weird. Sure. Like, people don't make pop tarts, but yeah. people make spring rolls. And, and some people do make pop tarts, but, uh, and also just a note, note, Spring rolls are fried, not baked. Again, I'm asking anyone on the show to bake. It's it did in the feel name. weird because I was like, I don't quite understand why we're making this particular plate here in this plus, point of the conversation. Yeah, plus, why was Janusz second and he didn't even freaking finish that assignment? It doesn't make any sense. It doesn't make any sense. It just. It, what happened this, to that spring roll? What happened to Where it? is it? I know. Did I looked it? on the internet because I was like, some, surely I missed something and someone has an answer. No one has an answer. That's no a failure does. of a TV show to not show us the mystery of it. Right. And this group didn't do a great job at they any of these <laughs> like no, this was not a good week for any of the and that's when it felt like okay these bakers aren't again it, it was the parameters are bad pastry needs more time to rest it need it needs more time to chill but also like other pastry weeks have been so much better than this so this was just a bad yeah so it's, I, I don't want to do like i don't want to be like the american suit who comes in and is like what if you did this but i do okay. think the part where i found my interest really um, focusing is with like when Yanush is like Maxi taste this you be the judge of this consistency yeah. I want to know about them inter contestant relationships oh, who's cool you want to see who? more talking heads I do I do I'm a or basic maybe, like, word some behind I guess. the scenes of like during like while they're setting up lighting what's yeah. chat? who's sitting by each other what are they is Shabira about? and Maxi bunking together does one of them snore is that making one of them angry I don't right. want to like get bogged down in that but I don't want to also get bogged down in uh, spring rolls either because I just don't think they're going to do a good job with that you well know? The, the star baker this week was Shabira for the third week in a row I think yeah girl yeah um and then going home how sad were you Knox because you had her going all the way well, I think last week I said she was she's being marginalized production wise. You did, and so, so you had she's predicted be... that you thought she might go home, and so Maxi uh, unfortunately went home. And so Abdul still... goes home next week, and then no, uh, it has to be Abdul goes home because it, it, so. it clearly appears that Yanush is making the final three, whether he bakes everything he's supposed to or not. I, I feel like I feel like a crew member must have taken the spring roll. You think? Yeah, that's what I. That's why they. That's the only reason they would have put him in. Second but notice place. how he wasn't worried at all. He was like, "What? I'm here forever." It's just I can't I can't emphasize how weird that is to be like there's a thing that is a pivotal part that is missing and we're just not going to explain it we're just never going to get resolution on and it. then That's I strange. still don't understand why Sandra didn't go home I, I know he finished first in the technical which was great but I also felt like he made ice cream what are you doing this is sure week. it was good ice cream what are, it was what good are ice cream even, it was an ice cream it was week a though huge bowl of ice cream like an right. insanely huge he, bowl it's of like ice cream. he didn't make any pastry it's it like pants. guys it's pants and the ice cream. 
game changer, you know? And he's but hot. I, do think I get it that you keep the hot person. He's so thirsty for the handshake. You have to stop. You have to stop, stop fixing on the handshake. Did you notice on his arm, on his forearm, on his substantial forearm, there's a tattoo that says Sandra? Who's Sandra? It's like Maybe a mom? That's his mom. Maybe his mom. So his mom's named Sandra and he's named Sandro? She named him after her. That's interesting. That's fascinating. Yeah, because like your kids, who's named after you? No, go ahead. I want you to, I want you to follow this point Ro, and land it. Row. Yeah, connect the There's connect an the dots. O in Knox. Come on, Charlie Knox Day, put that Ro. red thread up. Let's figure it out. <laughs> Charlie Day. So next no, I, week is the semifinal, and we're having patisserie week. So listen, if they but that could mean anything. That could mean they well, have to fish, could, and then they have to fry fish and like do rice and fish. No, you or don't something. eat fish or patisserie. I know, uh, but you don't eat spring rolls with pastries, do you, Jamie? But like here we are talking no, about I agree. spring rolls. I don't think the spring roll should have been there. Not at all. Okay. Well, that's our conversation on The More You Know. Um, I feel like we were very comprehensive. I feel like we were, we were very helpful. Again, if you like this style of episode, we do this every single week for our Patreon supporters over at noxstream.com slash Patreon. Uh, the only exception is the AUA that we do where we answer your questions. Um, we've already done ours for this month. So if you want to catch up on the replay of that, go to noxstream.com slash Patreon and join us there. Uh, we have a really good time. As always, if you have thoughts and opinions on our thoughts and opinions, please let us know at noxstream.com slash 470. Nine. All right, Jamie, you want to do some lights? <gasps> Let's do some lights. All right, what is your red light this week? Okay, my red light this week is the friendship between Mariah Carey and Millie Bobby Brown. Mm. Okay, I'm not into this. It turns out, here's the thing. I did not know that these two were such close friends. But Millie Bobby Brown, she goes on to promote Enola Holmes too, which I did like. She goes on and is like, um, yeah, I want to do a collaboration with Mariah Carey. And I was like, well, that's bold. Well, then Mariah Carey comes on because she's the queen of Christmas. She comes on and says, yes, maybe it's not it's not just musical. I don't know. I can't say what it is. It's fun things. And then Millie Bobby Brown says, oh, I, she's a mentor. She's my mentor. Right, Carrie? Is your mentor? Okay. You're not even a singer. Like, why would she be? You're letting the woman from, from uh, Glitter be your mentor? And yeah. then she, she says, and sometimes when we're together... And when we're eating Chinese food, she just randomly bursts into song when we're together. Okay, that's annoying. Okay, so Don't I do didn't that. like On that. On a friend level, that's bad. I know. And then Mariah Carey says she's not lying. I can't define which kind of food it is. We're not allowed to do that anymore. What are you even wow. <laughs> talking about? <laughs> so red light to that. I don't gotcha. know what type of food it was. We were having morsels. Mm. You're having cat food? Is that what you're having now? Um, and then she, so of course he asked her, he's like, do you sing Always Be My Baby? And she's like, no, not really. I mean, sort of. I mean, it depends. <laughs> no, absolutely not. Uh, no, no. Um, okay, my red light. It's it's parents and coaches Uh-oh. who can't <laughs> hack it in select, but then they move their pseudo select team into rec soccer leagues. And I would like them to go straight to hell. I would. What's a select team? <laughs> it's okay. That's a great question. So, uh, in in youth sports, you have select, and that's a team okay. where you pay a coach, and they literally select like who they want to be on the team. So it's more competitive. You play oh, in tournaments. Okay. You have to pay for the tournaments. And then the other option is recreational. Okay, so this is very chill. No one's getting paid. It's just okay. you're there to get reps to try sports, make some friends, right? Yeah. So these are very different things. Well, sometimes what happens is the people who want to play select, they're not good enough for select because it's more competitive. So yeah. what they will do is clandestinely go into a rec league and yeah. just wreck everybody's S word. And it, oh. it's not that I want them to stay in hell, 
but I just want them to like get stuck there in traffic for a little bit because they are annoying and they are the worst. So is the problem the the youth that's playing the youth sport or is it the parent of the youth? It's the parents, never the youth. Yeah. I never blame the youth, even though I right. did want to get really upset at a couple players just because they're really good and they were bigger and they were bullying people. But that's just kids. That's not their fault. They were put in the situation. But it's just if you're if, if you're a big enough degenerate and have nothing else going for you in life. Um, you can steamroll the local authorities at the rec league yeah. and uh, uh, kind of handpick your team because at the rec leagues, you have to draft, right? You just have to draft names. Sometimes right. you have trials, sometimes you don't. But all you have to do to get around that is do the, well, this is my niece's cousin and oh. I need her on the team. Or this person's in my neighborhood and she don't have a car, so she has to ride with us. <laughs> so we all need to be on the same team. And what happens is... Um, like this weekend, we wrapped up our season. We're down 12-0, and we've okay. got one dad standing by our goalie. 12 in soccer? 12-0 in the first half, and we've got a dad standing <laughs> by our goalie, which you can't do that. You're not supposed to stand beside the goalie. Okay. Uh, and he's coaching up his little Brindley Madison like it's a World Cup final, okay? <laughs> and I'm like, my man, could you cheat? Could, could you please chill? And then the, the worst is there was another dad who – and I mean this sincerely. I, I I do hope he gets rabies of the scrotum because every time <laughs> they scored, he would do a he would do a waboom right no. when they scored. So he'd do like no. the waboom. Was and it actually waboom guy from he the did he, he would okay. scream it and it would it would punctuate the score. And like when it got up to sixteen and seventeen, I was like, I think I'm willing to go to jail. To, to, don't they to have hurt like a, you have this many runs ahead, you don't get asked to play anymore? That, that yes, there's a mercy yeah. rule. Oh, okay. Uh, no, there's not. In soccer, there's just a decency rule of like the ones who are scoring, the 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 ones who are the size of me, a grown yeah. adult, let's pull her back or let's put her on the bench or let's put her in goal. But no, it was like Cobra Kai, like strike first, strike fast. It was, wow. it was. So I'm just saying play select or play rec and be chill, but don't, don't muddle the two. Or don't bring, I, yeah, don't bring that energy over it's here. It's just ridiculous. It's We're just having ridiculous. a good time. We're just trying to have a good time and just like get some exercise and, and some teamwork in here. Uh, what's your green light this week? Okay, my green light this week is the movie Weird Colon, the Al Yankovic story. I was hoping it would be good and it was better than I hoped. A, it is a great biopic. And here is the thing. It is a parody of a biopic. This is less mm. Walk the Line starring Joaquin Phoenix and more Walk Hard, the Dewey Cox story. Wow. Which is an underrated film, by the way. I okay, it's underrated, that. but there's a lot of duty. There's a lot there of full a lot frontal. Of I know. And when I say full frontal, it's like the camera and the close up <laughs> and the shaft right there. There's no there's no proper duty. There's no Dukachu duty yeah. um, in this. But the fun thing is Weird Al is a real person and he's actually a cameo in this. And some of his parts of this movie are true about his life. Like the person who sold him his first accordion, that's true. The weird place he recorded his first radio hit. But then there's a lot of chaos, which is so funny, because, like, one of the things that happens is that he has a torrid affair with Madonna. He only met Madonna once in real life in a passing, but Evan Rachel Wood, who kills it playing Madonna, by the really? way. And then, look, Dana Radcliffe. First of all, he's so good in this. I cannot get over it. And... You guys, I think I'm into Daniel Radcliffe, mm. like in a front bottom way. Yeah. And he's 33, so it's not weird. Like, but he's hot in this. Like, as weird Al Yankovic, he is hot. Like, he's putting down some charming moves. And see, the cameos in this film are overflowing. There are so many celebrities playing other celebrities in the 80s. It's worth, like, just sitting down and being like, 
Is that Conan O'Brien playing Andy Warhol? Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Actually, yes, it is. So how to watch, because it's on the Roku channel, and I know that can be confusing. If you have a Roku streaming device, you'll just be able to watch it. If you have a Fire Stick or a Chromecast, you'll just add the Roku channel, and it's free. You don't have to sign up for a subscription. And then you, Roku channel has an app. And on their online channel. Again, all free. You don't have to sign up for, you don't have to pay anything to watch it. It's excellent. We will see it in award season. I, I guarantee it. it. It's that good. Does Does uh, Harry Potter go nude? Because I feel like he always goes nude he's, in this. He's not clothed a lot. Oh, look, Aaron's already Googling it. Look, like, hmm, dude. Interesting. He's hot, right? Yeah, there's something there. There is something there. There's something that taught your sex tape. Am I right? Uh, <laughs> He's really good. So that's my red light. I mean, that's my green light. Also, kudos to Weird Al Yankovic, who somebody asked him, how do I watch in Australia? And he he wrote, Roku's, Roku's working on it. In the meantime, there's VPN, very probably no way to watch it legally. I'm sure you have a torrent of other questions, but I have to move along. Sorry. <laughs> nice. Well done. Well done. Do you have a favorite uh, Weird Al song? Well, because there's so many of these songs are featured in this uh, film, it for sure is Eat It. Like, it's yep. Eat It 100%. Yep. Yeah. I, I was always Amish Paradise. That's what got me. Oh, that's a good one. That's a good one. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's a good one. I'm going to check out that movie now. Um, my green light is uh, a book, a fiction book. It's called The Plot. And uh, this is by Jan Honf. Corlets, I'm sure I crushed that name, um, but it's about this character, Jacob Fitchbonner, and he's a novelist who has a successful first book, and then he tries to do a second book, and it's not as successful in the third one, like no one reads it, and he ends up teaching a really crappy MFA program class to like help people become writers, and he comes into contact with this kid who's a jerk, but he has this incredible idea for a book. Okay. And he knows, like, uh, the kid's like, this is going to be successful. It's going to be turned into a movie. It's going to be the best book ever. And uh, the Jacob Finch Bonner's like, yeah, you're right. You're 100% right. Well, flash forward, like, a couple years, and he starts thinking, I, I, I never saw that book come out, and I haven't heard about that movie that's coming out. And he looks into it, and the kid tragically died not too long after he told oh. the main character about the story. Well, the uh, Jacob Finch Bonner decides to work with that idea and he becomes world famous and he uh takes that story and everyone loves what he's doing and he makes an insane amount of money hijinks ensue from it so Uh this is it's the story of like a stolen plot and the ramifications of that and people who may or may not know that he stole the plot and what they do to uh you know in a lot of ways um what was it was it yesterday the movie about the the guy who uh everyone forgets about the beatles except for this one guy yeah, yeah, yeah. It's kind of uh, like that. It's it's a less effervescent version of that movie, but it is about like what would you do if you had like this golden golden ticket idea, um, and how would you deal with other people who had it? So okay. uh, it's, it was a really quick listen. Uh, I listened on an audiobook and I really really enjoyed uh, this. Okay. Book. Um, okay, that's gonna do it for this episode of the podcast. Remember, go remember anytime you do shopping on Amazon. Make sure you go to Amazon.com slash shop slash the podcast first that you purchase use our affiliate link a favorite item purchase using that link this week was jamie this is a beard bib apron okay so this was the beard bib was on shark tank uh this item and it's a men's hair catcher because it has little two little uh it has two little suction cups that you put on the mirror then you tie the rest around your neck and it catches your clippings, right? Incredible. So it has 4.5 stars with 22,000 ratings wow okay three best questions hands down first could you make it any larger? It's not like you're sharing a sheet. Okay, that's not a question. That's a comment. And then, question, can this be used for pubic hair as well? Mm. And uh, Chanel answered, I'm sure you could with a full-length mirror, but you might need to get creative as to what you will put the neck part around. Boof. 
And then my favorite question, if I use this product, do I have to turn in my man card permanently or can I get by with just a suspension? <laughs> and Gaylene was like, oh, just a suspension will get you by, but it will save your freaking marriage. <laughs> so good job, everybody on Amazon. All we right, you it. guys. Don't forget to fill out our survey. You can go to knockandjamie.com slash survey and let us know what you think about the podcast so we can plan for the coming year. I'm Jamie Golden. You can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Jamie B. Golden. I'm Max Scully. You can find me on socials at Knox McCoy. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next time. Bye, guys. <laughs>